0: Side, side. Yeah, that. 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 let's go then. we on a road. road the next stop at, and welcome back to the Canal podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Uh, I mean, we, today, we all, we all know what this podcast is about. Uh, this was originally supposed to be a free agency preview. Uh, today is uh, currently Sunday. I'm recording this in the morning, and I was going to be looking forward to Monday, which is the legal period, tampering period, and you can start negotiating contracts and start getting things done in free agency. And... We were I was gonna preview that on this podcast and maybe look at some guys that they're gonna look at talk about the quarter acquisition a little bit um we still can do that but we have some let's just say other news we have to cover first and this is this is um it's kind of hard to explain and I, I'm still drinking my coffee I'm still tired we got we lost an hour last night I was just laying in bed I see this news and it, it calls for an emergency podcast it needs to be talked about. So, from Ian Rapport, just a few minutes ago, the Saints and Panthers have made offers for Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and are likely to meet with him soon, sources tell me and Tom Tom Pellicero. Other teams are also involved. Watson has a no-trade clause and wants to meet with teams before formally waiving it anywhere. So, before we talk about anything, wow. I mean, I didn't expect this. A lot of Saints fans didn't expect this. We all have our opinion on the situation. I personally, am not going to speak out my opinion because I don't really have one. I don't. I don't. I haven't looked into the case too much. I'm going to have to now. Don't have bias any which way. Um, I'm just going to keep it real. If if Gail Benson's okay with this, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay with it because she wouldn't be she wouldn't okay this if it if it's not a good thing for the organization and for her especially. So let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, Nick Underhill, the Saints are definitely in this. Would cost a lot, but the team is involved. Uh, Jeff Duncan as well. He says, I'm told the Saints have done extensive background checks on Watson and have the approval of ownership to try and bring him in. So this is just getting more and more interesting as minutes go by. So I'm just scrolling on Twitter here. Uh, James Palmer, NFL reporter, says this is going to be handled essentially like free agency. Quarterback trying to figure out his future. So this is wild. I mean, I, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect him to hit this point, to be this aggressive. Um, so we're gonna talk about all things Deshaun Watson, the trade package, what it can mean for the team, what it can mean for James Jameis Winston. Um and man, let's let's just let's get right into it. First and foremost, the cases, the twenty two cases. His name is down. It's it, it's down deep right now. It doesn't look good for him. Uh, obviously, we all know what happened a few days ago in court. Um, I, I, don't, I don't follow that stuff a ton. I didn't really think it was relevant to me in my life because I didn't think the Saints were going to end up being this interested. But yet, here we are. They've made an offer, which is uh, pretty much putting your foot down in the race for Deshaun Watson. Now what it turns into is where does he want to go? Because... In this particular situation, it's not like you're trading for Russ or someone like that where you're trying to offer the most to the team to try and get him. Deshaun's going to pick where he wants to go. So if he wants to go to the Panthers, he'll waive a trade clause and they'll accept the Panther deal. If he wants to go to the Saints, he'll waive his trade clause for the Saints and he'll go to the Saints. It's all where he wants to go. So it's being reported that he's going to meet with them I don't know the time frame in which they're going to meet. Uh, it uh, Aaron Wilson, the Texans reporter, said it's not going to be rushed. So I wonder if that's over a few-day period. So he's going to meet with the Saints, Panthers, and, of course, all the other interested teams. Uh, the Bucks are listed as well. And, I mean, this is just wild. Like, I'm still drinking my coffee. I'm still waking up. And I wake up to this news. I never thought they'd be this aggressive for a quarterback simply because they weren't this aggressive for Russell Wilson. What made them stop from trying to compete with the Broncos to to get Russell Wilson? The deal was a lot, but it, it was enough where the Saints could keep up with it. Now, the main difference between Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, obviously, is their age. If you trade for Russell, you're getting five to six, maybe seven elite years of quarterback play left and maybe three to four years where you can you can try and build around him uh, but to Sean Watson he is let's see how old he is he is 26 years old you're getting 10 plus years of elite play if you trade for him now I've been I've been on Twitter and I've been saying this publicly I say I'd rather have Jameis Winston and our picks than Deshaun Watson and losing three first-round picks or whatever the package may be and losing some players because a team revolved around Jameis Winston would be overall better than revolved around Deshaun Watson. Now, the thing, I'm surprised the Saints even offered a deal, but I'm thinking they're operating as if. Let's trade two to three first-round picks, some players, whatever the pieces may be and we are operating as if Sean Payton returns and we are going to trade him for two to three first round picks, but maybe even one. I don't know what that deal is gonna look like. It's gonna be a little weird. But regardless, they will get picks in return and not just a few, and not just some crappy picks. They will get some good value picks for Sean Payton. So I'm wondering if that has to do with anything about them being so aggressive. So damn aggressive. And the other thing, Saying that Sean Payton topic, the Saints didn't like uh, Deshaun Watson when Sean Payton was here. They could have taken him at the 11th pick, they didn't. And and there were some rumors around the league where they didn't like him. So does that mean Sean Payton didn't like him? And Mickey Loomis loved him? I don't really know. But this is a insane situation right now. And I'm just as shocked as you guys, and I'm still trying to process my words and what this would even look like. I have my freaking Jameis Winston jersey hung up in the wall because I thought I'd be running it back. But as of right now, I have no idea. Because this this could mean two things. This could be one of those things, again, where the Saints lose out and another good player, they're super close, they try really hard, they push hard, but they just can't offer enough than the other team. But the real thing is, it doesn't really matter what they offer. They just have to offer what the Texans want to be considered in the race. And it seems like they have. Deshaun's going to pick where he wants to go. It, it is a really weird situation. It doesn't matter what the Saints offer. And we're going to talk about what, what they should offer just here in a second. But Deshaun's going to meet with the Saints. He's going to meet with the Panthers. He'll probably end up meeting with the Bucks too. It's going to be a battle for the NFC South right now. And I mean that literally, because whoever gets him is going to win the NFC South. If the Panthers get him, they have him, a solid receiving core, potentially Chris McCaffrey as well, and a great defense. They'd be the favorites to win the NFC South. You put them on the Bucks, same situation. Good receiving core, solid defense. I think uh, they might be in a little transitional phase. Uh, got some picks as well. That could work out for him too. You put him on the Saints. I think, from a football player standpoint, it is the best situation for him. You have—he's talked about this earlier. You need a good coach, which we have. It's not Sean Payton, but if we did have Sean Payton, we wouldn't have offered shit for him. We have two an offensive line. Yeah, people hate Caesar Ruiz. They don't like Andrews Pete, but it's a damn lot a whole lot better than what he's had in Houston. I tell you that. And if if they try and get Sean, I'd be surprised if they don't keep Teron because you have to move some money around. That's $35 million putting onto your book right now. The Sands are currently $5 million over the cap. You could save some money there keeping Tehran. So that turns into a situation where Tron's like, okay, there's a situation again where I could win now. I could win a Super Bowl now. Um, I I want to stay here. And that makes sense for both parties. Again, Tron has that. Uh, 12.9 million dollar dead cap hit if he leaves and if he stays he even has that too so if he does stay they could move that down the road uh, push that money down the road and try and win another super bowl but it's kind of just a bizarre situation so let's kind of talk about what they should offer to the texans and maybe what they did because they did sign an offer but we're not going to know what it is until it either gets accepted or leaked later on Um, first off i think it's three first round picks I think you have to assume that you're trading three first-round picks, and that is a steep, steep price. That is a price that I did not want to pay, and I still don't want to pay that. But if if that's what Gail Benson and Mickey Lewis want to do, fine with me. Go for it. If you think you have a window right now where you could trade for Deshaun go for more Super Bowls, you have an elite defense, even if Deshaun Watson, I mean, you can't go out and get the most pricey wide receivers again, uh, Gosh, damn! do damn! No, well, don't run it back with the wide receivers you had last year. Um, go get some guys cheap, and see what you can do. Because Alvin Kamara, I mean, who knows gonna, what's going to happen with him? Uh, they'll still have some later draft picks. They have a ton of draft picks later in this draft. Uh, the comp pick should be coming out soon. So yeah, I, I would, I'd be surprised. But three first-round picks, I think it's the baseline. They talked about earlier they wanted eight assets. I think that's gone down a little bit. I would say more like six or seven at this point. So three first round picks, maybe like two or three second or third round picks, a combination of those, uh, a combination of later picks. And then I would assume they want a couple players, like, like solid players. Now I'm looking at the Saints roster. What's a win-win for both teams? Can we trade someone that we don't use a ton or we don't really need? And can we save some money? Now looking at guys here, uh, Bradley Roby is a guy that makes sense, but they traded him for a reason. Would they want him back? I'm sure they, their cornerback situation isn't as good as it was when, he, when they had him. So maybe that could be something they're interested in, bringing back Bradley Roby. Uh, that would clear $10 million of, of money. That would help Deshaun, Deshaun's contract get on the team. Um, maybe a guy like Taysom Hill. I mean... They have a quarterback they like in Davis Mills. This is why this is going so fluidly, and it's going to happen, because they have a quarterback they like. Um, For the future, for 10 years down the road, I don't know if Davis Mills is the guy, but they like him. So maybe Taysom isn't a realistic option. Uh, Usually when you trade a quarterback like this, they want a quarterback in return, but they kind of already have one. So that could be something. Uh, We're looking at maybe some offensive line depth. Maybe Andrew Pete. I don't think you can really trade his contract. You've restructured it so much. Maybe like a David Onyemata. Uh There's not a lot of contracts on this team that I would really trade. Uh, I think it'd be more have to be like a Paulson a Debo maybe. Uh, younger guys like a Pete Warner. Um, I mean, we're going on the list here. It, it's tough. You try to you try to do a win win for you and the Texans. Give them players that's good for them, but try and dump some salary as well. So, I have no idea what the Saints offered. They could have offered some BS, BS deal and who knows. But they also could have offered an incredible deal. A deal that we might see and be like, hell no, don't do it. That's too much. But the, the thing is, since Mickey Loomis stepped in this building, he wants to be competitive now. I think he, along with Sean Payton, saw last year he doesn't want to go through this again for two to three more years. He wants to be in the playoff conversation right now. And if you add Deshaun Watson right now, you're not just a playoff team, you're a Super Bowl contending team because the NFC right now is on its knees. It's weak. At this moment, it's weak. You have Aaron Rodgers Matt Stafford. Everything else is up for grabs. NFC South is up for grabs. NFC East will be won by Dallas. Other than that, that the division sucks. There's playoff positioning to be had. And the Saints won it. From a football player's standpoint at this point in his career, you add Deshaun Watson, you add one of the top 10 best quarterbacks right now. And Deshaun Watson and the Texans, before things went south with him, they had like a 24-0 to lead on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, the year they won the Super Bowl, the Chiefs. They had a 24 nothing lead, and the Chiefs came back and won. So Deshaun's led a team almost to the Super Bowl. And that team, it it was a good Texans team. We played them earlier in the year. Uh, What wasn't definitely anything that special. He led that team. It was almost an MVP caliber year for him. From a football player standpoint, you have an opportunity to do this, you do it. Now, as it goes for Jameis Winston, love the guy. And whether this happens or not, I want the best for him. I would still love to have Jimmy Swinson. And honestly, in some situations, he's still my number one person. Because you're, one, getting a culture guy that loves the city. Uh, we, 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 in some ways, saved him. Didn't really have any offers when he was coming out of Tampa Bay. He came in, learned, grew, became a better person. Loves God. And now... I'd still be down to bring him back. Run it back with him. Keep your picks. But you know what the Saints say? Like the Rams said. I mean, F them picks. So I don't at this point I'm just covering the Saints. I, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. This this uh this podcast is supposed to be a frequency preview. I don't have a preview. I don't know what they're gonna do. My my main talking point in this today's show is going to be: Can we bring in Tyron Matthew, a guy who played with Deshaun Watson? Uh, because you're probably going to lose Marcus Williams, so you have that hole at the safety position. I'd love to add Tyron Matthew, but if if they go all out and Deshaun likes the Saints, this is a really, really real situation. From a person standpoint, the Saints might lose some fans for a little bit. Just because the situation, just because what happened, I will not be one of those people that stop being a fan because they move they made. I, I fully support the team. I know it's a business. And, I mean, I won't really speak past that. So if they decide to make that move, good for them. I love Gail Benson. What she's done for the city has been incredible, and what she's going to be doing is going to change the city. With her, with her uh, money she's going to give back to the city, if... And when she passes away, it's going to change so many lives, so many, and so many charitable foundations that she's going to bring money to and really bring life back to New Orleans in some places where it didn't. So at the end of the day about all this, what I mean by all that, my final opinion was going to be, what does Gail Benson want? They've done more research than I have. They have more information than I do and I will ever have. I will never be able to tell you guys what happened or anyone will, be, will really be able to tell you what happened. Uh, that's private stuff. But the Saints investigated and Gail Benson, a woman, approved. They approved of them to go get him. Right now, Deshaun Watson's name is in the shitter. You can get it out. Just Jameis Winston, once upon a time, his name was his name was low. It was deep and he worked his way up. Deshaun Watson's going to have to work a ton. I mean a ton because his name right now is low. It is low low low. And I get it. You are trading for a person that is really good at football and that'll change your franchise. I get the interest, I get the trade offer. Uh if if he's good enough for them, I mean we'll just have to see. I'm scrolling on Twitter here. And I'm just looking for more and more information. It really sounds like this is going to happen not as fast as I originally thought, but it sounds like he's going to meet with the Saints and Panthers here pretty soon. Here's what I'll also say, because this is a situation that needs to be talked about, just like Alvin Kamara. I don't I don't stand for any of this. What they did is horribly wrong, and they should pay the price of it. Uh, if, if Deshaun Watson does come here, He'll face the same criticism that Alvin Kamara did and Carl Granderson did and Jameis Winston did. His opening press conference is going to be filled with questions about what he did and how he's going to change that. And it should. It should be filled with how what makes you the successor to Drew Brees, a Walter Payton Man of the Year award guy. A All-Pro, a God's to the city of New Orleans. What makes you, uh, a 22 civil case guy, the next Drew Brees? He probably won't be able to answer that question. He'll just say, I'll just have to show you. And he's going to have to do a ton to get his name back up. A ton. I'm just 21. Me personally, I'm just 21. I don't have any aggressive opinions about the situation right now. I haven't read that much into it. It's been a two-year-long situation with him. And I know the Texans are tired of it. And I know lots of other people are tired of it. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Deshaun Watson might really like Carolina. He might really like Tampa Bay. He might really like somewhere else. and He might go somewhere else. And if he does, less stuff for me to cover. Less podcasts for me to to record. But I'll be doing the same amount. I'd be more than happy to have a podcast, 30-minute podcast, about Saints re-signing Jameis Winston. But all right, if I have to do a 30-minute one about the Saints trading for Deshaun Watson, I'll have to do it, and I'm fine with that. Whatever the Saints do, I'll, I'm here to cover, and I'm here to talk about it. It is a neutral free zone right here for me right now. This situation is obviously in the early parts. It's it's gonna A lot more is going to happen with this situation, and a lot more is going like to happen moving forward. But right now, all we know, Saints made an offer. They're interested. They're going to probably meet with them. And he's going to be with everyone else. So we'll just have to see uh, what happens. My final thoughts about Deshaun Watson. If I had to put money on it, I still put my money on Deshaun Watson being a Panther. It's They've been so aggressive for so long. Their pitch to him is going to be insane. I mean, they're going to act like he's the God himself. He They've been trying to get him for two years. The Panthers are going to be super aggressive for a quarterback. I mean, they've struck out a few times. Sam Darnold, Cam Newton 2.0. And I, I know I know that that fan base wants a quarterback. So, my money would still be on him going to Carolina. They can offer the best package and the the pitch is probably going to be pretty good. Uh they're probably going to say, "Look what Cam Newton did in our offense. You can do the same thing and be better." And if he does go, good for him. More competition in NFC South. The Saints now have to compete with the Carolina Panthers probably to be the head of the division. Now they lose a ton, and that is definitely not a deep team, as deep as like the Saints or the Bucks. But you add to Sean Watson, that team becomes a whole lot better. So now let's let's move on. I'll I'll end it with a question, and you guys can answer this, and we can talk about the free agency preview a little bit. Would you rather have Jameis Winston and your picks, and maybe like uh, you go get a receiver that's? Solid, maybe even like a Jarvis Landry kind of guy. Maybe he gets the hits the open street, and you can get a guy like that. Would you rather have Jameis and your picks and your money, or would you rather have Deshaun Watson lose your picks uh, and definitely have to lose some guys as well? I'll leave it open, open, open-ended question. Now let's talk about what this podcast was supposed to be. Uh, hopefully, there's no more news out to cover while I'm recording this. And the second this podcast might come out, I mean, a deal might be done. I I don't think it's going to happen that fast. But just stuff's been happening so fast in the NFL. It feels like a star player's been traded every single day. And uh, we'll just have to see what star player gets traded today because someone's going to get traded. Uh, might be Fletcher Cox. Who, who knows? Saints preview. All right. The positions I have that they need. Obviously, number one, quarterback. That's the, that's the position you address first because it changes everything else. You also need a tackle if you lose turn armstead. You need a safety if you lose Marcus Williams. You need defensive tackle help. And you need 60 wide receivers and a tight end. So that's a whole lot to do. Now, this is going to be tough to do now because I have to factor in a trade or whether it's staying. I'm just going to act like I was 12 hours ago and do this podcast. I still think you draft a wide receiver in the first round or at least the second round. You get a guy like that that you can groom into something. You bring in a veteran. You bring in Deontay Hardy. You bring him back. Maybe even you bring back Trey Quan smith That's a solid wide receiver room. I think that's something you have to do. Also, in the mid-rounds, I'm taking a tight end every single mock draft. This tight end class is too good, and there's not really a tight end that could... I mean, we could see a tight end sneaking in the first round, but I think that would personally be a, re- a reach. Um, there's tons of guys in the mid-rounds, like five or six solid tight ends that will go second or third round. If you feel like you can get one of those guys in the third, do it. You you put a guy in with Nick Vanette, Adam Troutman, and then you have the rookie. Solid room. I, I would say it's an upgrade. You also have Taysom Hill, potentially, who plays tight end as well. There's also a ton of situations where I see the Saints taking a tackle in the first round. It's such a Saints move, and it's not something I'd be against. If they go, uh, they get Charles Cross or Trevor Penning, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. You don't want to go into the year necessarily with a whole huge hole at left tackle. or I doubt they move Ryan, but if they move Ryan, you have a huge hole at right tackle. Uh, I, I think that's reasonable if you lose to Ron. You could sign someone in free agency for cheap. But the tackles in this class for free agency just aren't that strong, and you'd have to overpay for them. So if you do lose strong, I'm fully down to find someone in the draft to replace him. Now you do have James Hurst, and you have Landon Young. Maybe those guys could become something. Who knows? So pretty much this whole free agency preview is on the offensive side of the ball, because that's where they need the most help. The only defensive position they need help at is going to be safety, because I really think that... Marcus Williams will get a $16, $17 million deal elsewhere. Uh, I've seen him link to the lines a lot. That could make a ton of sense with Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell, and they will definitely pay him a ton. His range is freaky. I think he deserves every penny that he's going to get, and I'm I, I'm fully fine with him going elsewhere. You get a comp pick. He's done the Saints well. Uh, they franchise tagged him last year. Just don't think it's going to happen this year, uh, regardless who's that quarterback. The only other spot on the defense is I'd like to add a defensive tackle, another one, beside David on uh, David Onyemata. Maybe a guy, uh, the Colts just decided to let Taylor Starworth walk. He's a former Saint. Maybe they bring him back. Uh, you bring back Shy Tuttle. Just a guy like that. Maybe maybe you look out for agency, a, Larry, a guy like Larry Ogunjobi uh, with the Bengals. You'd have to pay a little bit more for him, but that'd make that defensive front really, really good. At this moment, I think the Saints have the best defensive end room in the National Football League. Just look at it. I know the availability questions, but the depth-wise, it's the best. Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, then Peyton Turner, Tonio Passano, Carl Granderson, Jalen Holmes. That is a deep room. And I think they think highly of Carl Granderson as well because they just gave him that $4 million contract. So, uh, big things to come for him, and maybe some some potential moves with some other DNs in this room. That could be a selling point to another team if they did want to trade one of those guys. Maybe they go out and maybe if Peyton Turner turns into something, maybe they try and trade Mark Davenport. Who knows? Um, but saying the offensive side of the ball, regardless who's under center, whether it's two, four, or I mean, who else? Who else do we like? Maybe a, maybe a rookie in the draft. You gotta build around him. You need another running back, whether it comes in the draft or free agency. You need a running bait with Mark Ingram if Alvin Kamara is going to miss some time. And even if he's not going to miss some time, I'm down to draft a drafted guy later in the draft. Uh, anyways, just need that depth. Tony Jones just hasn't shown it to me yet. He could still show it to me. Again, you need a wide receiver. We've talked about this a little bit. A guy like Will Fuller or Jameson Crowder could fit the mold. Maybe a guy... You could reach high for a Jarvis Landry. I don't think it's likely. I think he still wants money. He still wants to cash in a few more times. Uh, they have the cap maneuvering ability to create around $30 million more cap without releasing anyone. So maybe you're able to get a Tyron Matthew. You you can add a DT. You add, let's just say, two wide receivers in free agency. And uh, you figure out what to do with Toron Armstead. That's a solid off season. Obviously, bringing in a quarterback as well. That is a solid off season, and I'd be fine with it. You can go pretty much best available in the draft, and that's what they like to do. So I think that'd be a solid game plan. With all that being said, the Saints are probably just do the complete opposite of everything I just said. But the only thing I ask, the only thing I ask, I love watching film of Saints games. I love rewatching games. I love watching the All-22 games. This season was the first season where I there was games that I said, I'm not going to watch this game because I can't. There's nothing to watch. I'll just go watch my local 6th grade football team's game and the passing, the pro passing abilities, will be pretty much the same. I don't want to do that again. I want to see Pete Carmichael chef up some plays, chef up a playbook for Jameis, or whoever else the quarterback is going to be, I want to see a potent offense that can put points on the board and they play phenomenal defense. That will be a very exciting football team. And that's a team that could win the Super Bowl purely just off their defense. May I mention, bring back Quan Alexander. I don't care. I am a Quan Alexander stan. If I had a burner, it would be Quan Alexander stan account. I love him. He brings the juice to every game. He brings energy, and he's one of the locker room leaders. Like Jameis Winston, he brought the culture to New Orleans, and he brought the culture to the defense. Ever since he's been here, it's been a top three defense, I'll say. Of course, you have Pete Warner. You bring back Quan Alexander. And if you can, bring back PJ. Totally fine with me. A quick preview of the free agency, because I mean, lots to talk about right now, and there's going to be a ton of talk about in the coming days. Monday, I'll be on a flight. If something happens during that flight period, I'm going to be so mad. Just nothing happened during Monday around the afternoon. I know it's a tampering period. It's the worst time to be on a plane. Uh, just don't do anything. Saints. I mean, the league, you guys can go crazy. Just saints. Just hold off just for a second. I want to be able to cover it live. Thank you guys for tuning in. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. A little bit of a insane podcast. Uh, Whenever there's some news or not some news, I'm going to do, be doing podcasts, of course. This podcast is going to go up on Canal Street Chronicles, so make sure to check them out. Uh, keep coming up back to the podcast, rate it five stars. And you guys know, I appreciate you guys' love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who Who Let's go. We on a roll The next stop.